0: Hello and welcome to a special bonus edition of Cards Subject to Change. I am the Wizard CZ. With me is the Honorable Nick Bull. Nick Bull, how you doing tonight?
1: Hey, I'm doing great for a Wednesday night. We're halfway through the week. Let's keep the momentum rolling, right?
0: Amen to that. So, you and I both agreed off-air. We talked Monday about talking about Moxley versus Jericho on the next podcast. We both agreed too big of a match to let it slide for the next five, six days. Had to talk about it with an immediate reaction. So let's just get right on into it.
1: I, I, very good match for, uh, you know, a, a TV match. You're going to have commercial breaks. I get it. So you get the picture in picture, but for being a main event match, you got two uh, former world champions, a current interim champion battling it out um, for the right to see who goes on probably to all out to unify mm-hmm. the titles possibly. So, you have that, that's, a, that's great to get on free TV. I'm not, I'm not uh, knocking that one bit. Um, I thought it was a great match. I thought the ending was good. Um, you know, Moxley winning, the right guy winning at this time. You had the big run-ins there at the end, which brought back, of course, CM Punk. We can talk about that in a little bit. But as a match on a whole, I thought it was really good. I thought it was I thought it was the best Jericho's looked uh, in his last few matches. Um it's like he transforms himself completely when he went to be the the, uh, the Lionheart, and I thought he looked really good in the ring tonight.
0: Oh, I I agree. Jericho always amazes me with how he can transform himself, and every evolution of Jericho is just seems to have that that it factor, no matter what he's doing. And this iteration, going back to the Lionheart, the last survivor of the Heart Dungeon, he looked amazing. The match, I agree, was. Maybe not main event pay per view quality, but it it had the potential to be. But it was still a really decent, solid match overall, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, for two veterans, um, you know, of 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 the pro wrestling uh, industry, both varied times, of course, and different different times and different tenures, uh, went out there and put on a really good match. Um, I could have went for. A little less of the blood, but we kind of got a lot of that in the opener. Which my knock right now, AEW is: well, if everybody bleeds, then when am I supposed to care? Um, Brody King was laid forehead laid wide open. Probably, probably had to get blood after that match. And then yeah. Moxley, Moxley bleeds in every match. And I'm sorry to. kind of, I'm not trying to be the old man, get off my lawn here, but I am going to say it loses. It loses its edge when it's done all the time.
0: Oh, for sure. I mean, you got to look back. Flair was notorious in the eighties for bleeding a lot, but at least he didn't do it every time he went out there. You got to have some kind of moderation, some kind of make it special, make it a reason to get color as they say in the business. Right. And I don't know that we needed it in this match.
1: I don't think we did. I don't think we did. They told a good enough story where you didn't have to have the blood in the match. Um even back to you know even when they gave this match like 35 minutes including intros and of course the post match scrum um which we'll get into in a second but I thought it was one of the better performances of Jericho in a one-on-one match lately. Um, stuff looked believable. It looked real. He looked like the Lionheart out there. And even with the shenanigans and then the baseball bat getting thrown in by Sammy Guevara and and Moxley able to kick out of that, we got the swerve there, the run-in, all that stuff at the end. I really had a good time watching this match. In fact, waiting for you to watch it to start this podcast here, this immediate reacts tonight. I went back and watched it again, and I wanted to see. (laughs) No, go ahead. Oh, no, I just wanted to see kind of what happened at this point, what happened at this point. Hey, the crowd seemed to love it. I think everybody went home happy, and for the people that were watching at home, I'm nitpicking about something that just kind of trips my trigger when it comes to wrestling. For the match itself, I had no problem with it. I was entertained, and I thought it was a really good match.
0: And I'll tell you what I love the most about the match and the reason that I don't think they needed the blood from both Jericho and Mox, let alone even one of them was there was so much story. There was so much mat wrestling and ground based wrestling that was telling enough of a story for me that I would have liked the match, whether there were blood or not, whether you had that interference from Sammy Guevara, which him overthrowing the bat was just
1: ridiculous, (laughs) but that's going to be, that's going to be referenced. It'll be, I'm sure it's a, I'm sure it's already a meme uh, on social media. I haven't even looked, I didn't even go and look at any social media following the show because I, I wanted to go back and watch the match again. And I knew you were going to be watching it and we'd be doing this, but I was pleased. I thought with the build that I had, um, you know, you never know. You didn't know what you were going to get from Jericho. And yeah. I think Jericho went out there and tried to prove the naysayers wrong tonight. Um, oh, he still can't go. He's washed up in his 50s, you know, living out his dream or whatever. But I, I still think the guy can go. He can go in a quality program. And I'm guessing now, um, you know, it's not a spoiler. John Moxley won the match, which we talked about earlier. But where does Jericho go we know Moxley probably goes to all out to unify the title with CM Punk after uh, Punk's run in at the end, his return to save Mox. But where does Jericho go from here?
0: That is that is a fantastic question, and it's one that I don't have an answer for because what, what can he do? I mean, you've got the Jericho Appreciation Society. He does a great job, has done a great job in AEW of just taking these lesser talents and building them up. And I think that's where his strong suit is now that he's in his fifties, which let me point out, uh, 2002, which I've been watching a lot. I made a reference to flair earlier in his bleeding Jericho now reminds me of flair in the early two thousands when he came into WWE. A lot of people were saying the same thing. He shouldn't be in the ring. He's too old. And he held his own for a number of years after he got back in the ring right around WrestleMania 18.
1: Sure. He He had a wrestling. You're right. He had a wrestling Renaissance. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: No, I was just, I was just saying, I feel a lot of that vibe with Jericho and the, I feel it's even better with Jericho because of how he can reinvent himself because he goes from the pain maker to the wizard to the lion heart, etc., and so on. He has so many different facets of his personality that he can draw on. It's not just, oh, it's Chris Jericho. He throws a back elbow when he's done. It's, oh, which Jericho are we going to see tonight?
1: Yeah, you touched on a lot of great points there. I'm glad you brought that up.
0: <laughs> you did not just go there, did you?
1: Uh, I went there just for a little bit, but no, you did bring up some good points. He's been able to constantly reinvent himself. And when Flair came back in, I think Flair's biggest problem with, uh, you know, having doubts, he had doubts, but I think in his mind, he still probably should have been pushed as a, as a main guy, but he was, you know, in in a tag team with Batista, you know, doing things with McFoley and stuff like that. It revitalized his career just as I think Mm -hmm. AEW has for Jericho just as I think New Japan did before this for Jericho. You had the Omega-Jericho matches before AEW even started so I think his resurgence kind of started back over there. I'm glad he's back over here. The Inner Circle was successful and now the Jericho Appreciation Society thing is successful so I'm anxious to see where it goes next for Jericho I know he's got a Fozzie tour coming up so he might be written off I don't know if he's written off after tonight. You gotta think he has one more match at all out. I don't know. But that's as the fan, you gotta think that, right?
0: Yeah, I would I would say he's probably on his way out for at least a couple of months to do to do his music gig, which I've been listening to a lot of Fozzie lately. He's he's got a great setup there. And I love that not only is he multifaceted and multi-talented in the wrestling ring, he's all over the place. His music is is great in my opinion. Uh, I know a week or so ago, I mentioned a song off air to you and to our good friend, DJ, the, the tribal chief, as he likes to be referred to as. Uh, (laughs) uh, That song is called enemy. And it brought me back to old school wrestling when they did those musical vignettes to build up matches. Sure. It has the feel like in my mind, I can see, a promo piece going into a match at a pay-per-view with this music as the backdrop.
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, you know, Jericho's plans may not be as crystal clear as what John Moxley's plans are, which leads me to my next question, wizard. Give me your initial reaction when you heard cult of personality over the speakers. Uh,
0: well, I was, uh, my initial thought is I, I paused the show right at the right as it was ending. Cause I think I texted you about five, six minutes before I'm like, I got 15 minutes left. I paused yep. it. There was still five to 10 minutes left on the timer. I'm like, where are they going to go? So I unpaused it immediately. The music hit and I'm like, wow, I'm surprised he's back this early. Uh I'm, in a sense, in a sense, I'm not, there were, there was talk that he wasn't going to make all out. Yeah, I mean, I'm. Still, there's, there's still that question there because the, the commentators said on air uh, he's not medically cleared, which correct. that can't anything, but <clears throat> I guess it's a wait and see. I was, I was very pleasantly surprised he came back. Uh, his stare down with Mox and Mox shooting the finger at him and bumping the shoulder and leaving the ring. I think. I think that's a good start to the build to their to their unification match.
1: Oh, yeah. It was – I heard the music hit. I, I was like, oh, he's coming back. I, I'm, I'm like, they're going to have the match because I was worried he wasn't going to be cleared. Them bringing him back almost assures he's going to be cleared, even though if you go back and watch, which I'm sure you will, and I hope our listeners do too, You'll he has a noticeable limp. He hopped around on his foot to show everybody that he was fine, but there is a noticeable limp on the I way to that. And the yeah, ramp. Coming down the ramp.
0: And, I caught that for sure,
1: and, and that's to be expected. But I hope that's not hampering him, you know, three and a half weeks from now because you know, two weeks from now is the go home to all out, so things. Things are going to start picking up here, as they say. Business is about to pick up, as old uh, JR says. But no, I was I, I was thoroughly pleased with how the match went tonight. Um, ending was great. How how you know, Jericho dominated the match, and, and how Moxley was able to, to come back there at the end and get one in there, and then Punk coming back. I, I was pleased. Uh, I was I was looking forward to it all day. We kind of messaged back and forth. I said, I think this is. This is gonna be something tonight, and I, I'm very happy that we, you know, that we we're able to review this. And I'm also very happy that AEW, you know, gave us a good main event.
0: Yeah, for sure. And you don't see a lot of those on live TV on free TV. You you have to wait for the big. This this definitely had a big fight feel. Uh, commentary. Uh, I have my own issues with. We'll talk about that another time with AEW. But. The commentary was on par uh, for that big fight feel. Everything just felt fell right into place, and then they didn't have. Yeah, you had the Sammy Guevara spot in the middle, but it didn't take away from the match. And the heavy shenanigans didn't happen until after after Jericho tapped out. Sure, and I like sure. that you because so many times you see a match that is great ruined by shenanigans and screwy finishes.
1: Now I'm going to do what they call in the business uh, wizard a little thing they call a tease, and could you imagine if Battle of the Belts was live and this was your main event of Battle of the Belts?
0: Oh, absolutely! That would be fantastic. I like uh, I like that we're going there right now because I started I watching. <laughs> oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You know we're 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 gearing up to talk about the Battle of the Belts, the Clash of the Champions. Uh, I watched, a, I've started watching Clash of the Champions, haven't had as much time to get into it as I like, but just watching the first five to ten minutes of the first Clash, the differences between that, and I'm not going to say my opinion on that right now. We're going to save yeah, that. A
1: that, that that's, a tease. that's what we're going to talk about on the next podcast. Uh, we'll catch you up on any news between now and then for sure. Uh, also going to break down the, uh, The key point we're getting here at is we're going to talk about AEW's Battle of the Belts and how they are severely underusing it. We will touch upon that and definitely uh, go down a rabbit hole of sorts with some Clash of the Champions uh, talk there. I don't know what else Wizard has uh, on store for the next next podcast. The next time you hear us uh, will be our regular podcast. Uh, But I know I've got plate full with Battle of the Belts. And uh, clash of champions, and uh, definitely looking forward to sharing my thoughts with everyone on those. And
0: honestly, I'm right along with you. I think we can we can go the whole yard with that, um, because like I said, I've been watching a little bit. I plan uh, tomorrow. There's no wrestling, at least not that I that I follow, that's live on TV. So I'm going to get home. I'm going to jump right into the clash. I'm going to do that when I get off work Saturday, and I'm just going to be prepared for what you have to say on Sunday when we record next.
1: Absolutely, man. Looking forward to it.
0: All right. Well, it's been great touching base. Uh, glad we got to do this, uh, this quick review here. Hope you all enjoyed AEW Dynamite tonight and our reactions. And we will be back either we'll record on Sunday. It might not post until Monday, but we'll be back next week with another edition of card subject to change on the, for fantasy Earth the, for frequency sake, podcast network. Again, I'm the Wizard Cz, and then you can find me at that Twitter handle at the Wizard Cz. He is at Nick Bull 55. The pod is at CSTC Podcast. Look for us on Twitter. Give us any feedback, and we look forward to talking to y'all next week.
1: We'll see you soon.